Hello and welcome to the Fossil Huntress podcast. I'm your Fossil Huntress and today on the show we're going to be talking about what you might want to bring on a fossil trip. And um, what you bring, what you wear is very personal and it's personal to your choices and the site you're going to. But I'm going to walk you through a couple of the resources um, so you can make the best choices for you. So I have a blog and you may be following it. It's fossilhuntress.blogspot.com. And if you're on a laptop or desktop, on the right hand side of that blog, um, down a little ways, you'll see a puppers, my paleo puppers. Um, and some paleo essentials for things you may want to bring in the field. Now, you don't need to have all sorts of dialed and styled and special outfits for when you go out collecting, but you do want to have some things that keep you warm, dry, safe, hydrated, comfortable, um, and have some things to share with the people you're with. So on there, I've done a list of... um, not essentials, I mean they're listed as essentials, but you can start with some things and then build your way up. If you click on each of those links, it'll give you a picture of what I'm talking about because there's a little bit of lingo in paleo, so I might refer to something as an S-wing hammer or a rock hammer or a geologic hammer or a geologic rock pick, and you're thinking, what does she mean? Um, so I've put some handy, uh, some photos on there. The, the two things that you don't want to go without are um, hand protection and eye protection. And if you have to choose only one thing, you protect your eyes. So um, I do recommend, I wear sunglasses in the field quite a bit, um, but you can also get those clear uh, plastic lenses that go over them or just um, regular glasses. But you do want to make sure you keep your eyes protected. I get my hands bruised a lot if I'm taking and swinging a hammer repeatedly. The palms of my hands bruise, so I like a glove. Uh, You can just use a gardening glove, but I use some that have a little bit of extra padding in the hand. And then from the ground up, um, you want to dress in layers. If you're going to a beach site, you'll want to choose rubber boots. If it's a river site, I actually don't choose rubber, rubber boots. I choose sailing shoes, the kind with, that are made out of netting so that um, they've got better grip on slippery rocks. They're nice and cool in the summer. And, um, and when I get out of the river and they, they leak out, or you can use keen uh, shoes for this, um, they dry quite quickly. If I'm going into the mountains, I prefer hiking boots or something with an edge. And... If I'm going to be trailblazing, I like something with a bit of um, ankle protection so that I can keep my my ankles safe and and, uh, have a little bit better grip on the mountainside. In terms of um, other choices, so I'll just say this, your fossil huntress is a pale girl, so I'm white white when they were giving out the beautiful uh, caramel and latte colored skin tones um, that do a little bit better in the sun. I, I missed out on that, so when I burn, I... I turn red and I peel back to white. So I tend to wear um, a hat. Uh, You might want a ball cap. I like to have a hat, whether it's summer or winter or rain, that covers my ears because I really hate getting the back of my ears burnt. Um, I also have fair colored hair and I and I have the extra luxury of burning through my hair so uh, my scalp will burn if I'm not wearing a hat so I like a hat that has um, a little bit of ear protection a little bit of a brim and then you'll see some that have a little cotton piece uh, that goes down the back and gives you some neck protection either from bugs mosquitoes 
or from the sun. And so that's uh, one of the choices I tend to make when I'm in the field. Other than that, dress comfy. Um, in the summer, I'm old school. I'm cotton and linen and wool, um, which is, you know, very 18th century, but I, it's breathable and comfortable for me. I use a long sleeve uh, shirt um, to give me some extra sun protection. I always wear sunscreen, but um, I tend to burn even with it on. So I wear gloves and I wear a long sleeve shirt. I also wear a brightly colored Vizzy vest. So whether I'm um, just in t-shirt and a vest or whether I'm in a uh, waterproof jacket and a vest, I always put it on the outside and it's not so much for myself, it's so that my colleagues can find me. So if they're looking up on a, on a scree slope and they're trying to spot me, I'm not all in camouflage. I, um, I wear something brightly colored so they can do a quick look, check that I'm all good, and then get back to what they're doing in their collecting. Um, in terms of hammers, I love Estwing, so it's E-S-T-W-I-N-G. Uh, I have no uh, association or affiliation with them, but I love their equipment because it's really well built. Um, if you're working in a softer matrix, you can use a general hammer. It doesn't even need to be a rock hammer. It just needs to be firmly uh, attached to the handle so the handle doesn't fly off but um, I like to use an S-wing with the, and I use the flat edge of the S-wing uh, with a chisel generally to do my collecting. Sometimes I'm using a rock pick um, to dig concretions or other pieces out of the ground and then once I get the smaller round concretion, I'll smack it open with a smaller hammer. Um, I always bring a little first aid kit. Um, generally it's band-aids that you need because you tend to cut yourself. Uh, water bottles so that you can stay hydrated. I like to bring a little pack inside my bigger pack. So if I'm at a beach site, I might use a five gallon pail to collect with, but still wear a little day pack for lunch and water and the things I want to have handy. Um, I use a Ziploc, an old school Ziploc for my cell phone so that it doesn't get wet. Um, and then beyond that, everything else is personal to you. So if you want to take a lunch in the field, if you want to have something comfy to sit on, I have some lovely uh, leather knee pads that um, strap to my legs so that I can plunk down on my knees in rough ground and, and not hurt myself. Um, and then I wanted to give you some suggestions from others. So on that same website, fossilhuntress.blogspot.com, um, so it's the blog Archaea, I put the American Museum of Natural History uh, fossil field trip kit and um, the Natural History Museum in, in Utah. Um, I've put uh, some of their suggestions on there. You can Google what others like to do. If it's fall or winter, um, I tend to let go of the linen and, and cotton because when they get wet, they stay wet. And so I opt then for uh, more of the technical fabrics, something that's going to get wet and dry quickly. Um, maybe a jacket with a lining that's got some wind protection. Um, but as a base, comfortable footwear, something that you can move around in. You can wear yoga pants, you can wear technical gear from Arcturix or Mountain Equipment Co-op. Um, but as long as you're comfortable, safe, happy, dry, fed, and um, before you go, the other thing you want to do is file a trip plan with somebody you know, love and trust for where you're going and when you expect to be home. And then when you get home, they can come over and oogle all your lovely fossil finds. So that's 
what you may want to take on a trip. If you want some other ideas, head to the blog or just do a little Google search and um, there's lots of ideas out there. So just stay warm, happy, dry, safe and comfortable. So this is episode four and I'll talk to you soon.